Drop the subject. Drop the subject. New channel Q. Allie Johnson here. Queer. And getting used to it. And getting used to it. No, I'm, I think I'm used to it <laughs> I'm by now. I'm probably used to it at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think my parents are as well. Well, that's what matters. I have a lot of them. You know, I have two dads and... No, I have four dads and two moms. I thought my five parents was a lot, but... You oh, you have five? Tra- I, have, yeah. I got one more than you yeah, do. I have a... My dad married, divorced, married, re-divorced, and remarried. So I have... Three moms, two dads. Okay, yeah, I've got I've got dad number one. My mom married. That was OG dad number one. Then she got remarried. That was dad number two. Then now she's been married for the third time. That's dad number three. Then I got married to my wife, so I've got a father-in-law. So that's dad number four. Oh, that's a lot. And then I've got my OG mom, and then stepmom, and then my wife is adopted. So she's got a couple of biologicals too that oh, we don't Jesus. talk to. That's a lot of parental situations. It's so, but you know, it's nice around Christmas. Gotta say. Well, on the receiving end, that, but do you have to buy all those presents too? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I just give a nice sweater. Okay. Just right. a, one nice sweater. By everyone the same thing kind of situation probably Yeah, would just work. in a couple different sizes. Right. Uh, it is Thursday. A lot of people like to use Throwback Thursday or Thirsty Thursday. And Ooh. I... I've yeah I I have never been on board with any of the hashtag war you know things that happen every day of the week motivation Monday flashback Friday do you at all um I like a throwback Thursday I mean I never participate but, <laughs> but you like know, looking you're like that's fun. I like it when it's like here's me from the 80s or 90s and you're like ah the 90s that oh, was a ridiculous yeah. time um but I think that we should just create a new one like what oh. about um. I don't know, like throw up Thursday and just like oh. pictures of things oh, that okay. like like bad foods that look gross or like stories that are like, oh, God. Let me get back to you on that. OK, you're going to um, marinate. Yeah, I marinate. And then you said vomit right before it. So now I'm like <laughs> marinating and vomit. Yeah. There's just no good. Like place just foods go. that shouldn't go together. Like here's sangria brined turkey. Throw up Thursday. Oh, God. <laughs> You know? Oh, all right. Oh. I'll work on it. I'll work on some other ideas. I think yeah. starting a new hashtag, though, for a day <clears throat> of the week is exciting. Maybe workshop it a little bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll try it on like a profile that I don't use at all. Uh, I have a friend visiting from out of town this weekend, a friend Uh-oh. that I haven't seen in, I would, I guess, maybe six months or so. Okay. And I don't, it's not like I have people lining up at the door to come stay with me. I don't have visitors very often. That's funny. I actually have a turnstile outside of my house. It's like, <laughs> a little lazy mm-hmm. Susan of guests. Yep. Um, well, you have dinner parties every week. That's pretty well, nice. I, not every week, but like every other week-ish, maybe. But you have enough friends where it's consistent enough where if you said, I have a dinner, I'll have a dinner party, enough people would show up on a regular basis. Yes. Well, what's interesting is I, I started having dinner parties because there was all these people around town who we'd say like, oh, let's get together. Oh, let's get together. Oh, let's get together. And you never do. Right. And so then once I had finished like really decorating my place or it got to a place where I was comfortable having people over, I was like, oh, I'll have dinner parties. That way I can see all these people that I keep saying I'm going to see but never do. So you're just killing several birds with one stone. Oh, my God. And, a, and a tub of guac. I, ooh, yes. There actually was guac on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I made guac. <laughs> well, that, that that's a good draw yeah. for anybody, I think. Yeah. But I, I'm always curious as to how much I'm supposed to change my lifestyle because a friend is visiting from out of town. Mm-hmm. Like the last time we had somebody staying with us from out of town, it was my mom. You don't change a lot of what you're doing. I mean, you can show her around. She didn't really care about going to see anything 
you know, it's not like she wanted to sightsee or anything yeah. like that. She just wants to shop and get her nails done and hang out. I just make sure my bathroom's really clean when my mom comes. There I'm is the initial PTSD. clean. Yeah, yeah, I gotta do the, 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 the thorough cleaning and then she's definitely going to, she does design and interior design and stuff, so she, I've gotta... See, we're twins. Yeah, so I gotta make sure that it's at least presentable. Right. And then I, after the first couple hours, she was like, I think it's really cute in here. And I was like, I won! Yes, I did it. <laughs> she's proud of me! Right. But in in general, like, you know, we still went to our little workout classes in the morning. We still were like, oh, we're going to go on a hike. Like, she didn't really care that we were just doing the same crap that we always do on any given weekend. Mm-hmm. But with this friend who's coming in from out of town, uh, Katie was like, oh, and then we usually go to this goddess moon circle, this, you know, where you go every two weeks. And it's like this thing where these women sit around and we talk about the moon and we write down things that we want to let go of and then we burn them in a cauldron. And it's a... Oh, yes. Okay. I remember hearing you talk about this on the show before. Yeah. So it's uh, so it's something that, that we really enjoy and it's something that we dedicate, like we definitely go every single time. It's once every two weeks. Okay. So, you know, this time it's Sunday night. It happens to be when she's in town. You got to clear out your chakras and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Seems to be working. I'm okay. not going to ask. I'm not going to feel shame about it anymore. I'm okay. going to be out and proud about my goddess moon circle. Okay. We're still talking about this event, right? <laughs> yes. I just want to make sure I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Yes. My, be the out the literal proud. goddess moon okay. circle. Okay. Make okay. sure. Okay. All right. It's a legit. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but I'm. And she said that she's okay to go. She's like, yeah, okay, that sounds like fun. But is she just being nice or does she really want to go? And should I? Cha- how much should I change my plans because this person is visiting from out of town that I haven't coming? seen in a while? Yeah, whenever I stay with someone, I never have like an expectation or whenever someone stays with me, I never have an expectation that they're going to adapt to my lifestyle. I did have a friend that came though. She came from New York and she normally gets up at like four or five in the morning. And I was like, ooh, and you're on New York time? So this is going to be even earlier. Oh, God. I just want you to know like I'm not getting up that early with you. Right. I got up at seven. She had been up for like two or three hours, Mm-mm. had smoked on my patio, done <laughs> yoga outside, like had done every- I was like, I mean, you've had a full day. Like, <laughs> have a blast. Get your life. And did she get a nap in? I'm, you got I mean, a nap if you Jesus. get up that early. She was like, "I'm headed to Soho House," and I was like, "Girl, get your life." Yeah, but I don't, I don't adjust for people because I think in some way you're, yeah, you're visiting and you're having a nice time, but you're also still both just wanting to have a good weekend, right? And that can be doesn't have to be every second together all the time, right? You can yeah. still just enjoy your... Like, she is still has to go to work on Monday. Yeah. You know, she should still be able to enjoy her weekend. So if that means she doesn't throw a, a note in a cauldron, right. then that's okay, right? My general rule is, like, invite them to things, but, like, have no expectation of their participation. But I feel like she'd be too... She's nice, nice to, to say, say no. no exactly I frame it as hey we're going to xyz you're welcome to come <laughs> and that way it's a lot easier to say no to that right. you know what i mean like oh yeah, yeah that sounds like that sounds awful or, <laughs> goddess moon circle sounds awful right maybe say maybe don't call it goddess moon circle <laughs> Maybe you just call it XYZ. She's like, is that some lesbian stuff? Like, what are you talking about? She's like, I knew it. You know, I was friends with these girls You're for trying years. You're trying to convert me. They weren't trying exactly. to convert me with their gay agenda. Right. So right. say to her, hey, we're going to this thing where we do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it's really fun. If you want to come, you can. Don't feel obligated. Mm-hmm. She'll be fine. I think that uh, with this girl in particular, when I went to go see her up in the Bay Area, she asked me to go to a Zumba class with her. Oh, God. And I was like, all right. 
right, sure. I'm down. Okay. And I went to, <laughs> It seems like you're judgy about Zumba. Well, I went to Zumba and I first of all I didn't know I went to the intermediate class. <laughs> And so I was already like winded, like five minutes in, and, <laughs> and I was like, and they all know the moves too. Yeah, exactly. All, yeah, it's like got it shoulders, all. shoulders. Yeah. I was like, oh god. <laughs> and like, I mean, I enjoy dance. I, I I enjoy dancing, but I was like, I am not gay enough for this. <laughs> like, I'm not. It's a whole new level of gay yeah, that you I, need to commit to on the spectrum of like you know RuPaul to insert straight acting gay guy at one <laughs> like I'm probably somewhere around like a five six Jeremy Renner Je- okay sure you know like f- I'm like five sixes Zumba intermediate Zumba is a solid eight and a half that's got to be the gayest exercise form oh right? my god I mean other, other than, than ice like, skating you know what yes okay ice skating is a solid 9.75 <laughs> Because I'm, I'm reluctant We're the to judges give anything in the a 10. And exactly. the judges gave it a right. 9.5 of gayness. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah, Zumba was just too much for me. Sorry, you went to Zumba. No, no, no. Yeah, we went to Zumba and I felt, I didn't feel like, I, I felt like I could say no if I wanted to. Right. But I was also like, well, if you're going to go, I want to go with you. I want to hang out. And, and so I did her thing. So do you think now she feels so like obligated she to, to do, do my thing? thing? Sort of like she invited me to her birthday party uh, and vice versa. Good point. She might. She might. You've not pressured her into Goddess Moon Circle. I have. I have. Yeah. I've indirectly peer pressured yeah. her into going to Goddess Moon Circle. Is it something that you feel like she would do normally? Like no, she would enjoy? No, not oh, at all. Yeah. But Zumba is not something that I would do. Well, there's that. And I've never. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, but I also last time I went over there and visited her, we did Zumba, and then the next day we went on like a hike. And that was, and so we oh, exercised girl. both days, and she was like, "I'm exhausted." So I think she thinks that I exercise too much so now i feel like this weekend i need to be extra lazy to prove to her that i'm not so that next time you don't have to do zumba and a hike because (laughs) literally you said zumba and then you said a hike and my whole body went oh and that's a whole different kind of gay yeah that's it i mean that's definitely a gay activity of a whole different well but see in la that's like a 1.25 on the gay scale right because like everybody kind of does that here well everyone hikes to take pictures of themselves hiking right major air quotes around hike (laughs) right yeah. Like you walked up a hill with my out. sneaker wedges, exactly, right. and and you insta story the entire time. So <laughs> I don't know how seriously you're not Shira Lazar from Let's Go There. You didn't hike up, you know, Everest or something. Does she do that? She went to Nepal. I think it was Everest or Kilim. I think it was Everest. She went up to like the summit. I don't think she went to the top, but like she went to like a thing there. Like that's a hike. <laughs> what we do at Runyon? Okay, no, that's like a that's like a. That's documentary. A, yeah, I was going to say, like, that's a real pilgrimage. Kind of right, right. That's an adventure. Right. Shira was really hiking. This stuff that we do at Runyon, it's like, <laughs> you're like, it's like glamping. You know, like like that glamorous camping thing? Yeah. Where people are like, oh, well, we stayed in the hotel. That's not camping. No. You went that, to the desert. Airbnb is not camping. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's definitely not. Airbnb, it, that's funny. It's not. Yeah. Uh, all right. We have a lot to look forward to on today's show. Um, we are going to get into Gay Gay Cray Cray. It's something that we do every Thursday. And uh, every Thursday day. And Can we wh- call it Thurscray? We call it, we can call it Thurscray. Maybe. We could people, hashtag Thurscray? Workshop that. Okay, okay. we'll try it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will present a story to you and uh, about something that a couple is doing that is extraordinary. 
mm-hmm. and you have to guess whether they are gay gay or just cray cray. Okay. There's also a lot of people betting on things this weekend in the form of sports, Kentucky Derby, NASCAR, uh, familiar. NHL. Do you know any of these ring a bell? <laughs> yeah. uh, but there's all kinds of different things that you can bet on if you do not bet on sports. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah, we will get into some of that. And um, Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. I don't know any other time that I've talked about these two, but they apparently are the epitome of the of the perfect relationship because of doing one household chore. I love the story. I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah, so maybe we'll get into that when we get back. Stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. The subject has officially been picked back up. I'm Allie Johnson. Jared Hill is in again with me. I know some of you have been expressing... Hatred for me? No, not hatred. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I agree. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Kevin Klein is again absent, and I apologize for him being gone. Uh, Spread very thin right now. He's got several jobs. He's got several children, and it's a it's a it's tough world out there. So please be kind, and I hope you're enjoying hanging out with us as much as we enjoy hanging out with you. You can still follow the show and keep up with all things. Drop the subject on Twitter and Instagram, and of course, keeping up with the station at We Are Channel Q. We absolutely encourage you to download the podcast if you missed anything. Also, just give us a favorite on Radio.com. They love they love us to plug Radio.com. Radio.com. Listen to it. Have you heard about Radio.com? Have you heard about it? Download the app. It's important. <laughs> All right. What makes a couple successful? Everyone likes to talk about what is the secret to a happy marriage, and some people make jokes like, divorce. Uh, <laughs> but what is the real secret? And... This article about Bill and Melinda Gates. I know I don't. I don't know about you, but I don't normally think of them as my exemplary couple, uh, happy couple. When I think of happy marriages, but they have been together a long time. I'm like, okay. And they're stinking wealthy. And they're filthy, yeah. filthy rich. So Bill and Melinda Gates have shared this one thing that they do that has changed their marriage, and it is. Counting all their money. <laughs> <laughs> By hand, with cash. They, we do it together. It brings us together. Yeah, we feel joy. Um, we fire our, our house staff together. <laughs> uh, no, what they have revealed is that the thing that actually has changed their marriage for the better is that they wash dishes together. Um, okay, so my first thought when I read this was like, Bill and Melinda Gates are doing their own dishes shocks me. Because I would imagine a they? staff of people. <laughs> we both love to watch our house staff do their dishes exactly. together. We sit there and watch them. And then we go upstairs to bed. Why would they? I mean, yes, I get I get what you're saying, which is why, why are they even picking up a plate, I let just, alone doing a dish? Yeah. They shouldn't be. They. I mean, they I, I can afford... To, keeps them grounded. I guess it keeps them grounded. Real people <laughs> exactly. do this, right? Isn't this what we're supposed to be doing as relatable people? But even washing the dish instead of just rinsing it and putting it in a dishwasher. Listen, like, you don't even have a dishwasher? You have I, to go through the whole process? Girl, I am with you. Because, like, I use my dishwasher like it is going out of style. Like, I... 
why would you wash a dish physically uh, when you uh, have a robot washing the dishes for you? We have a robot running this show. I don't know if you heard about that earlier this week. Um, robot Ginger, that's now doing the show. Rosie the Robot Ginger. Rosie the Robot Ginger. <laughs> exactly. making Channel Q yeah, uh, go like, round and round. So what I found interesting about this story, though, it made me think about Michelle Obama's book when she talked about like the rift that I'm reading that book right now. Are you really? Yeah. It's really, really good. And like she was talking about the rift that uh, her and Barack had when he was coming home late from work all the time. And like she'd have the kids waiting up for dinner and da 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 da. And it was like those like simple little parts of life that like start to really piss you off over time, like they can really have a big impact. And this, uh, Melinda was saying how, you know, I would spend 15 minutes by myself in the kitchen cleaning up after everybody. And then one day I said, you know what? No one's leaving the kitchen until I leave the kitchen. We're all going to do this together. Right. And, and apparently that's made a really big difference. Putting your foot down and saying, hey, you know what? The woman isn't supposed to be. I mean, this is a heteronormative relationship. But yeah. to say the woman's not the only one who's supposed to be doing this stuff. We're both supposed, right. to be, supposed to be doing it together. In my relationship, there are things that I do not want to do with my spouse at all. Yeah. And dishes included. Really? Uh, yes. Because okay. we because we're both. Uh, well, she's very controlling. Mm-hmm. So she will tell me. Let's do, if we cook together even, right? She's going to be monitoring how I'm chopping something or if I have measured something properly. And eventually it's like, you know what? Just get the hell out of here. Just go watch Grey's Anatomy, okay? And I will make dinner. And that's what works for us. So I'm always happier when I'm dating someone who like wants to clean if I cook. And like, but then it's like, yeah, but um, you put the spoons in the wrong spot or the bowls do not. Did you even look before you put this? So then I'm like, okay, I I remember saying to myself uh, when that happened in the past, like, okay, there's not a right way to do this. There's just the way that I do it. You have to release release control. Yeah. Yeah, But then you open the dishwasher and there's like a random scraggly bowl in a spot where it's not supposed to be. And you're like, you're just not maximizing space. I don't understand what you're doing. I am that person too. I'm like, put all the plates and then all the saucers. And then there's a little bit of space for left for the bowls. And then I sound like I'm crazy. (laughs) You know, I'm a crazy person. Um, All of the glasses should just be lined up. That way they would all fit in the top rack. And then it's like, okay, I'm being nuts about something that doesn't But I, th- I agree with you, though, Jared. I think you're being efficient with, yes. I mean, you're, you are not running, that's energy efficient yes. because you're not running the dishwasher as often because you're putting more stuff in the dishwasher. Or you're not putting it in there the wrong way so it won't even get clean. Right, exactly. And, oh. and then we argue because I make dinner and then she finishes her plate and then gets up and watches TV. Okay, so- And I'm like, okay, I made the dinner. So I'm supposed to be, you're supposed to be the one cleaning up. And then her argument is I do other cleaning yeah. around the house, including all of our laundry. As if the kitchen is your your domain. Yeah, that's, so alone. So she handles all the laundry. I will wash the clothes and I will also dry them and fold them. So because I do the washing and the folding, it's the same as me doing the cooking and the cleaning. Yeah, I don't know if that works. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so I had a similar situation, an adjacent situation where the guy that I was dating was always saying, like he would always, if he wanted seconds, I always had to get seconds. Like there was like a guilt thing, I think, oh. about like, oh, well, I'm going to go get some more. And like he would grab my, I was like, I don't, I don't need any more. I'm okay. <gasps> well, but I don't want to eat alone. I'm like. But don't, I don't put that on me. A, right. I don't want to eat anymore. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I get pressured into uh, late night froyo when I don't always want it. I mean, oh. most of the time I do want it. I was going to say, when do you not want late oh, night froyo? Oh, especially because today it's no way Thursday. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get pressured I in. I see what you're doing there. I, I see get what pre- you're doing. It really is. It's no way Thursday okay. at the yogurt place. Okay. Oh, that's like, I, oh, I thought you were still workshopping Thursday. No, hashtag. no, no, no. This is a real one that's working. No way They Thursday? don't weigh the froyo. Oh, no way as in W-E-I-G-H. Yeah, they don't weigh I, the, the froyo. Justin, it's no you didn't way get that. Thursday. Okay, it wasn't just me. That was way protein. Wait, no, oh, no way you protein. Didn't think that. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, okay. you done robot. All right. So wait, what yogurt do you get and what do you put on it? I get uh, some kind of a raspberry or fruit type of thing. Okay. And then I will do like a cheesecake or some yes. kind of like creamy uh, thing to go next to it. And Talk. then I'll do yogurt chips, rainbow sprinkles, and Captain Crunch. Talk dirty. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I'm more of like a, I want like a caramel or a vanilla or a cheesecake flavored base. And then I will I'll put like brownies and cheesecake on top of it. Mm. And then I'll throw like a raspberry on there so I can say I had a salad. <laughs> Just a little fruit. It's a salad. You got it. Yeah, I'm exactly. not one for fruit on froyo. I don't. I don't understand that at all. Just, I don't think that fruit should be in dessert. Period. Uh, the only thing that I think goes with it is banana. I okay. Yeah. When I was a kid, I heard Rosie O'Donnell say that on her talk show, and I was like, <laughs> "Are you I, comparing I me to Rosie?" No, no, no. I'm saying I, I've held that idea. Oh, that's almost something Rosie that, O'Donnell yeah. would say. No, no. I've I've always thought to myself whenever I see fruit in dessert, I always think Rosie wouldn't eat this. <laughs> I've That's her a, trademark. Exactly. Rosie would not eat this. Well, now this. you can think Allie would not eat this. I will. All I right. Will. I'm the new Rosie. Uh, all right. Let's go to the phones. There's somebody. I guess these phone lines are lighting up. Uh, hello. Who is this? Oh, hi. Uh, this is Willie uh, Woodward. Willie. Willie, we, you tweeted us yesterday. Yes. Willie tweeted at us yesterday. Willie, it yeah, is wonderful yeah. to talk to you. I haven't heard uh, you call us since we've been here on Channel Q. So Welcome. No, thank you. Well, thank you. It's usually because I'm at work, so that's why I can't usually, because usually, like, I'm, I'm usually very much at work, and I can't really listen. I'm not really supposed to listen to a radio and stuff while I'm working. Oh, okay. So you listening to this station and listening to the show at work is uh, is a da- is a dangerous for you. you could, He's cheating on his job. You're cheating on your job. Yeah. This could get you fired, Willie. You're aware of this. Well, well I'm, on my, I'm on my lunch. I'm on my lunch. So that's why I was like, all right, I'll take time call real quick at lunch. That's awesome. Well, I hope so you're. I'll probably not eat. I'll probably won't eat lunch because I'm talking to you guys. But okay, I, so I'll now you're starving <laughs> during lunchtime. You can't. You, you know, you can listen to us and eat lunch at the same time. It is possible, Willie. I love that. He said no, I'm I know, take but I, I usually. You know, I work on. You know, I like to work on stuff. So it's like I, I'm kind of focused on working on other stuff. So if there's like, one if I thing I know about you, Willie, you. it's that you like to work on stuff. You like to work on stuff. So, Willie, what did you think about the conversation? Uh, from what you've heard, I oh man, I uh, I relate to it so much with uh, with my girlfriend because a lot of times, and I, like I don't like doing dishes with her mm-hmm. because I because I, she'll move slow, she'll do the job, but she'll move slow, and I'm like, no, chop chop, hurry up, dude, like underlay underlay, like quick quick quick, <laughs> and um, and she'll and like she'll also too, she'll it's like. She doesn't like, it's like, we go out to eat somewhere. She doesn't like to eat alone. So I end up having to like get something too. And I'm like, I'm not hungry. And then it's a big wait, surprise. So, wait, why I gained Willie, a wait, you what? would take her out to dinner and then not eat anything at all? Well, that's a I don't like what I don't, I don't like, she'll eat Mexican food and I don't like Mexican food. Okay. So, so now we really later. have a problem, Willie. <laughs> It is Cinco de Mayo, Willie. What the hell are you going to do? Just sit there in your apartment like an idiot? Right. Like, you have to have tacos and margaritas. What's the problem? Uh, Just doesn't uh, doesn't work for you. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't like Mexican food. I mean, come on. Willie, this throws everything into question. 
I'm a weird one. I'm a weird one. I'm an, an I'm an anomaly wrapped in a riddle. Listen, That's you're on Channel Q. You can wave your freak flag. That's here. true. This yeah. is a. You know what? We're giving everyone a voice. Everyone, including you, Willie. Yeah. You deserve it. I know. I know. Well, I know, and that's why I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too, Willie. Thank you for calling. You call anytime, okay? Will do. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Willie. Take care. Go go eat something. So, happy lunch break. <laughs> yes, happy lunch break. <laughs> Will do. Bye. Nice to meet you, Jared. Nice and to meet you also, as well. Um, uh, Justin? Was it the guy? Ginger, Ginger Justin, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you, cool. It was nice to meet you both. Nice <laughs> to meet you, Willie. Yeah, I've met Willie in person. He's Likewise. a very nice girl. And I've met his girlfriend. Uh, I said he's a, he's very, a very nice, nice girl. girl. Uh, he, uh, we, he's a very nice man, and his girlfriend is nice, too, but I think I saw her kick him at one point. So, oh, nice. Yeah. No. It was probably about the dishes. <laughs> it was probably, yeah. I think they're definitely a bickering couple. All right, we must take a break. When we get back, what are those noises? I think that was the, the it's time to go to break sound. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> Very nice sound. Yeah, Justin's on it. Get the hell off the air. (laughs) Okay, we must take a break, and then when we come back, uh, this whole William Barr uh, hearing has taken a weird turn, so we will kind of break down some of the details that unfolded over the last 24 hours. Um, We're going to get political on this show, Yeah. so stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q on the radio on radio.com. I'm Jared Hill sitting in for Kevin Klein here with Allie Johnson. Allie, we've got to get political. You ready? Yes, I am ready. It's I am a- not always ready, but with you, I feel safe. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to jump right on into it. Um, as we talked about yesterday, Attorney General Bill Barr was sitting before the Senate Judiciary Committee, and uh, it was it was an interesting thing to watch as he kind of like finagled his way through some of the answers to these questions. I have uh, to I have to just. Bar really quickly yeah. because somebody made a cartoon comparison to him yesterday. Oh my god! On a um, a character on oh what is that show? Oh, it's a cartoon with the with the lab the laboratory. It's an Dexter's adu- Laboratory. No, no, no. It's not Dexter's Laboratory. It's the one that it's an adult show. Someone is re- yelling at their radio store. Hmm? Yes, Rick and Morty. Okay. There's a scientist or some villain guy on that show who looks like... Yesterday we were saying he looked like a Pixar villain. Yes, and then someone put that up. I was like, yes, I knew it. I told you. And then my other comparison is a mix between John Goodman and Patton Oswalt. Okay, okay. I can see that. Sorry, continue. I just needed that validation. Long top lip really makes him look like a villain. Yep. Um, So yes, yesterday he was up there. And uh, Justin, let's actually take the Nancy Pelosi clip. Nancy Pelosi got up this morning and was saying that, you know, it it was really kind of disgraceful watching him get up there and lie. This is what she had to say. Well, yesterday was quite a day. I really lost sleep last night after watching over and over again the testimony of the Attorney General of the United States. How sad it is. How sad it is for us to see the top law enforcement officer in our country misrepresenting, withholding the truth from the Congress of the United States. The Attorney General of the United States of America was not telling the truth to the Congress of the United States. That's a crime. So that made it really interesting. Her saying that's a quote. That's a crime. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's definitely a moment to remember her saying that's a crime. So then. I, I never he- like to hear when Nancy Pelosi's losing sleep over anything because it looks like she needs it. I'm n- I'm not being mean. I'm just saying this woman like she's, she's got, got a lot, lot going on. Going on. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's like I was losing sleep. I'm like please no, just stay Get rested for God's sake. <laughs> like her and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I'm like please just stay stay healthy Listen, and get a good night's sleep. Put a cot in her office if we need to. <laughs> 
Like, my God. And like an elliptical machine. Whatever keep her moving. You need. Right, right. Just a bu- bubble <laughs> something. Um, but then it's like, it just goes back to this frustrating thing of you could say that's a crime or this person lied. But then what happens after that? So like, that's, that's actually an interesting point because I keep looking at this and it's like, okay, so are they going to, are they going to charge him with perjury or something? Right. Like, like is the next step not. that they're, yeah. So the problem is that I feel like Democrats are in this really precarious position because um, the more we keep pressing this and saying like, this is wrong, right? There are all of these instances of uh, instances of obstruction of justice in the Mueller report. Um, but like, if they're not going to be charged as a crime, you know, then we just kind of sound like we're whining. And even if we do charge it as a crime, it does sound like we're whining to the other side. And if we impeach him, but he doesn't get removed from office, that's good for him, right? It looks like he was exonerated. So it's it, what to do is really the, the big question. Chris Wallace on, MSM, on on Fox News, which, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of Fox News, but they're, they're pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And Fred. And Fox friends. and friends. Yes, yes. Uh, obviously, Fox News is very right wing, and um, there's always like this idea: we're not, we don't have an agenda. We're just here for the truth. Chris Wallace really stepped in yesterday and talked about um, how uh, how Attorney General Barr not listening to Mueller's requests was a problem. This is what he had to say. You know, I know there are some people who don't think that this, this March 27th letter. Uh, is a big deal. And, uh, uh, you know, some opinion people, some opinion people who appear on this network who may be pushing a, a political agenda. But, you know, we have to deal in facts. And, and the fact is that this letter from the special counsel, and it was one of at least three contacts with the uh, attorney general between uh, March 25th and March 27th, was a clear indication that the attorney general was upset very upset with the uh, letter that had been sent out by the attorney general and wanted it changed or wanted at least added to, and the attorney general refused to do so. He felt the attorney general's letter was inaccurate. He, he says in the conversation, he was talking about media coverage, that's not what he said in the letter. What he says in the letter is you didn't reflect what we found in the report. Uh, and there are a lot of people having read now the full report or as much as it has been not redacted, uh, you know, agree that he didn't uh, reveal what was fully in the report. Again, those aren't opinions. That's not a political agenda. Those are the facts. So uh, he said attorney general there twice. He meant what Mueller was. OK, yeah, I was like, I'm yeah. yes, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm working so hard to, yeah, to yeah. process all of it. And then if you make one mistake, it's I'm confusing. just gone. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, people are recognizing like that this is a problem. And uh, so even the even I mean, I had first of all, I had no idea that Don Knotts was on Fox. It's amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't that believe voice. there's people. There's people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he's calling out some of the more opinionated people on Fox. Yeah. And being like, why don't we just go to the facts? And the facts are this is a problem. That this is a problem. Yeah, right. yeah. So then this morning, Bill Barr was supposed to sit before the House Judiciary Committee, um, but there was all this debate about whether or not he was going to show up because he didn't like the terms of how they were going to ask some questions. Basically, the the House had said that they were going to allow attorneys to ask questions, and I think people were like, well, what does that mean? It also, if you'll remember, back during the Christine Blasey Ford hearing, the Republicans had um, an attorney asking questions. They had a prosecutor that they brought in. I think from. Arizona and and she she was her own meme because she was kind of like well we won't talk about that okay. but like she was her own her own situation but he did not appear he did not show up Jerry Nadler um, spoke at the opening of their session this morning because it was very brief because there was no <laughs> witness uh, this is what he had to say the Attorney General of the United States is sworn to uphold the Constitution as our nation's chief law enforcement officer he has an obligation to do everything in his power to warn the president of the damage he risks 
and the liability he assumes by directly threatening our system of checks and balances and of limited government. Sadly, the Attorney General has failed in that responsibility. He has failed to check the President's worst instincts. He has not only misrepresented the findings of the Special Counsel, he has failed to protect the special counsel's investigation from unfair political attacks. So he went on here basically talking to an empty chair with Bill Barr's, you know, name card there and no Bill Barr. So. Um, I don't know about a lot of this stuff, but I do know from watching Judge Mathis that it's never good to not show up to I- court. <laughs> I love that Judge Math of all the judge shows, like Judge Math. That's is the, the one. one. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. You Detroit gotta Trump. show up. The pride of Detroit, <laughs> Judge Mathis. It's. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think it's ever a good idea, especially if there's so many cameras and so many questions being asked of you. If you're just like, I'm tapping out. Well, I, I feel like it's not a good choice. Well, it, it, it raises another interesting question because, like, Nancy Pelosi said he lied, and that's a crime, right? Like, do you charge him with a crime there today? Him not showing up, they could technically. That's Hold him in contempt, right? And and I think Jerry Nadler kind of implied that he might do that. Um, but like, what are the consequences of that? We don't know. So it's a it's a difficult thing to figure out what they're going to do. Um, and it's a difficult position to be in as a Democrat because they've got to figure out how this works for them, you know, from a from a, a country standpoint, mm. right? Because realistically, there's a political element of this and them thinking about 2020 and wanting to get Trump out of office and wanting to get seats in the House and the, and the Senate. But there's also like this, this the country aspect of it. Like the president was accused of doing really, really bad things. And like, do we let those things just kind of slide because we want to be, look good for the election? Like that sets up a press for the next person who takes that office. Right, so it's like, you, you, in a way, you just want to cut your losses and look forward to the next thing rather right. than just obsessing over this thing and getting this guy out of office. Well, because it's like, well, at this point, we have like, what, a year and a half left? Right, well, there's dude? that part of it, but then it's like, what if he gets reelected? And oh, then he Lord. feels like he can do even Don't more next time. Don't say the R word, I know, Jared. I know, it's really, really horrifying, but it's a real possibility. There are some to- people that adamantly believe that he will get reelected. I mean, right now, I think he'll get reelected. Really? I do, and I mean, today the... There was a, a headline that said that all of the the Democratic 2020 candidates are all polling ahead of him, like in one on one, one to one, which means like basically if the election were today, they would probably beat him. But you know, we've learned in 2016 how much we can trust polling. Yeah, that's but true. I mean, it's a thing where you know you don't really know where this is going to go. So we will make sure to keep ch- covering this story and so many more. We've got a lot more to talk about. Mm. Um, news it or lose it's coming up. You have yes, a list of stories. I do, and I will give them to you, and then you decide what we get into at the next hour i i'm you know i'm always drunk with power in this so like i'm excited about <laughs> yeah. that all that's coming up next right here on drop the subject on the new channel q on the radio and radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject drop the subject on the new channel q on the radio your radio and on radio.com and wherever you can listen to anything including at your house or your apartment if we're being real ask Alexa ask your Google home or whoever it is to say hey play channel Q and they will put it right on for you and then you can take us anywhere I go right in your back pocket I go home and sometimes I say Alexa turn on channel Q on radio.com and she'll be like 
again. fine. Yeah, like I'm like, listen, I didn't ask for the personality. They're Just like, do branch it, out. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't mean to shove this throw up Thursday thing down your throat. Oh no. But um, hashtag guacamole cheese. Okay, stop. Is right something there. that Just... is uh, now in existence. Um, the headline reads: Guacamole cheese exists. Where is your god now? And I think that this is what? this is <laughs> it's a little aggressive, but. I... Literally, this headline has been sitting here this whole time, and I didn't even realize that second line. Where, Where is, is your God now? Yeah. Uh, and I, someone, you know, this went through the editing department, and they were like, looks good. Go ahead. Publish. Uh, so if uh, if you are gear- gearing up for Cinco de Mayo, and you want to shake things up a little bit with some mezcal and some cheese guacamole, this is a giant hard block of cheese that looks like the color of guacamole. I when, when I saw the headline guacamole cheese, I was like, okay, somebody just put guacamole into a vat of cheese and we're just going to dip it and it's going to be great. Um, but this block, this wheel of guac cheese, I producer, don't support. Producer Justin just gave us the time cue, so I'm not even going to go into how my stomach is feeling about this because I know we have to get into News It or Lose It, but oh <laughs> my God. Hashtag Thursday. This there looks it is. awful. <laughs> All right, News It or Lose It, here we go. Drop the Subject presents... News it or lose it. Here's how it works. I'm going to give you some headlines. You decide what piques your interest. Okay. What we lose, we will not get into. And what we news, we will dive head first at the beginning of the next hour. All right. Okay. Headline number one. Airport takes amputee's scooter battery. (laughs) (laughs) Questions? Is that a real answer? Yes. No, okay. sir. I'm okay. gonna need that. Okay. <laughs> okay. For the for the listener, that's my leg. I never know what these headlines are ahead of time, so <laughs> I'll apologize for being so stunned by it. Um, I would ordinarily, you know what? I have to news it. I okay. Have to know All what right. That is. Cool. Yeah, we can break it down. Uh, let's see. Uh, headline number two: If you saw Avengers last weekend, you may have witnessed history. You also may have the measles. It's an important story. Yes, news it. Yeah, I've got some stats for you as well, and they are very. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, headline number three. London Marathon investigates report that runners were fat and slow. Okay. You, because I've newsed everything, I'm going to lose it. But of course. <laughs> but of course I want to know more. Uh, all right. By default, we have to lose that one. And then uh, finally, Game of Thrones takes center stage at the Billboard Music Awards. There's a, actually more to this story. There's a I've got a nice little wrap up for you if you're interested. You're, you're going to really sell me on that one, aren't you? Let's, yeah, you I, know I've I've done the work. In that case, lose it. I'm kidding. Damn gonna, it! We'll news it. We'll right. news it. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Fallon gets cozy with a mini horse. Lose There's your it. bonus. Lose, Lose it. it. I agree. Lose I don't it. care Lose about Jimmy Fallon, even if they attach him to a mini horse. Okay, <laughs> let's take a break. And then when we get back, we'll dive into these stories. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Ah, yes. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Still here after all these weeks. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> and I think that, did, I don't know if you said this on the air or off the air, but you know you still have a job in radio and your scan card works to get into the building. Uh, that's like the first rule I was ever taught in radio. Was it's like, true. You don't know if you have a job until you walk up and your key card works. And you don't have a key card. Okay, first of all... <laughs> 
How dare I never even thought about that part, right? As the guest. We host, have to let yeah, you into the building. Yeah, I always have to text someone, hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> Wow. So it's nice that we have that power. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. Wow, thanks, Allie. I put you in your that place, puts, didn't I? I was gonna say, that puts things <laughs> in a very different perspective, yes. <laughs> All right, let's get into News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. Okay, let's start with this uh, amputee who was left crawling across the floor of the airport after airline security confiscated his scooter batteries. I, no comment. Sorry. Just, just roll right into it, uh, or crawl right into it, I guess. Oh, no. So, I know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't joke. <laughs> this guy, his name is Stern Hodge. Such a great name. That's a strong name. That's like Stone Phillips. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, you, when you meet some guy who's like, I lost my. I mean, I lost my left arm and my right leg in an accident in 1984. This guy has. Uh, he's missing an arm and a leg. <laughs> and his name is Stern Hodge. Stern and, Hodge. That's like. That's a good name. Yeah. He wears a prosthetic leg, and uh, and. Oh, he can wear a prosthetic leg, but not for long. Oh, Jesus. Because of the risk of infection, according to the outlet. Okay. So he was traveling to Tulsa with his wife for their 43rd wedding anniversary when a security agent at the Calgary International Airport uh, told him it was unsafe to fly with his scooter's $2,000 battery. Oh, okay. So wait, now there it's 43 years of marriage, so he's... 65-ish, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's an older man. <clears throat> and, oh. Uh, without the batteries to power his scooter, he spent much of his three-week vacation confined to his bed and was left to crawl when he needed to get around. Oh, my God. They couldn't, like, let him check the battery? No. He wasn't able to bring it at all. So he had to fly for his 43rd wedding anniversary and spend three weeks in Tulsa with no way to get around. Okay. Now it really just got ugly. I mean, but at least you're in Tulsa. It's not like there's a ton to do there. Shout out to our friends in Tulsa. Um, (laughs) I, my best friend's from Oklahoma City, so I should be careful. Okay. Um, But I, okay, so what I thought the story, I thought the direction this was going was that they took the battery and wouldn't let him like go through the airport with it, but I thought they were going to check it. I didn't realize he had to go three weeks without his battery. That sucks. That's a bummer. And I think if it's $2,000 battery, it's probably expensive to ship it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with the way that the airlines are going these days, there's not a lot of good news out there. It's yeah, usually, uh, I mean, at least this guy wasn't drunk or disorderly. He wasn't throwing a stroller at anybody. He was just trying to get on a plane and go to his own wedding anniversary. Yeah. And it was the it, it's the ongoing battle between passengers and the security <laughs> checkpoint people or the people who work for the airlines. The airlines and the airports are always trying to find new ways to be terrible. So. They are. Are, yeah, and okay. did you hear about those new seats that are even smaller, and they're tr- they're trying to uh, make them even more uncomfortable if that's even possible to make you pay for the nicer ones? Yeah, I yeah. think that to make you p- pay for the nicer ones, and I think they're like, well, everyone's afraid. I mean. This is such bad timing because it's right around the time when the 737 MAX Boeings are have been grounded because they were crashing, literally crashing. Everybody is, is signing up for fear of flying classes. It's uh, on the rise. I was going to say, which is probably the best reason to cancel flights. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. then now they're like, okay, why don't we put people on new planes that are even more confined and make anyone who's claustrophobic even more afraid and terrified to fly? Let's just make this whole process even more uncomfortable. Yeah, um, I'm gonna just go blimp for now. From now on, to get just around, go go by blimp. Yeah, I'm gonna go blimp or hot air balloon. It's gonna take longer, but I'm gonna, gonna say, do it. That's a really difficult trip to New York, but you know, 
I can see it. I'll skywrite my way there. <laughs> All right. Uh, the queer community got their uh, well got a their next straight endorser last night at the Billboard Awards. To push the queer agenda? Yeah, uh, well, yeah. I think that, you know, we <laughs> talked about Julia Roberts yesterday right. kind of jumping on the band. I mean, it's not a bandwagon, but um, but it's a float. We'll call it a float. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just saying, you know, that she wants more LGBTQ inclusivity in schools and things like that. And now lead singer Dan Reynolds, who is an out and proud Mormon, Good old Danny. Good old Danny. I've actually talked to him before. He's a very, very nice man. And uh, he is the lead singer of Imagine Dragons, obviously. And he they won for Best Rock Artist. And, uh, of course, because you can't just accept an award now, you got to promote a cause. He used his time to say this. Thank you guys very much. Thank you. I just want to take this moment to say there are still 34 states that have no laws banning conversion therapy. 34. And on top of that, on top of that, 58% of our LGBTQ population live in those states. This can change. This can change. But it's going to take all of us talking to our state legislation, pushing forward laws to protect our LGBTQ youth. It's very nice of him, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting to see what people come out of the woodwork to really go for a cause. And when they choose to do it, yeah. Right. And I mean, I think it's cool that he, as a Mormon guy, is kind of getting on the platform and being yeah. like, hey, platform, by the way, I think that we should start a list of words that we should ban from the dictionary now. And I think that influencer oh, is one of them, Jesus. and platform is another one. Absolutely. Using your platform to blah, blah, blah. I'm done Absolutely. with it. Um, um, the, I, we talked about this the other day, the Mormon church and... And the I don't remember exactly what the story was, but I was saying there's a documentary about like the moms of LGBTQ um, uh, children and within the faith. I remembered it after the show, of course. It's called Mama Dragons, which is interesting because Imagine Dragons. Oh, interesting. Know, yeah, but it's called oh, Mama yeah, Dragons. That's right. You told me about that. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, really cool organization and a cool short um, documentary. Um, cool. Other people used their time differently. Drake used his win to say, "I need some champagne," and then he thanked Arya Stark for all the work that she did last week. Oh. So other people use it for other reasons. I mean, we're, they use their platform any which way they choose. You know, it's, he's a feminist, so he was celebrating <laughs> yeah. Aria's, you know, great work. Yeah. Uh, others just made it about them. Taylor Swift released a new song called Me! <laughs> <laughs> As if all of her other albums were not already about her. Well, so I saw all of these people tweeting about Taylor Swift because she had like a marching band, <sighs> and it was like the week after or two weeks after Beyonce came out with Homecoming. It was like, did you really think oh, that you were going to come were, do this? Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. People were accusing her of ripping that off. Um, Madonna showed up in an eye patch. Oh, God. I didn't watch any of this, but I saw a clip and Madonna was looked like a pirate, and I was like, I'm done. I can't. With I, this. Um, and she performed with backup dancers that were holograms of herself. Actually, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Okay. Um, I might YouTube that over the break. Uh, we're running out of time, but what was the best moment of the Billboard Music Awards besides Paula Abdul nearly decapitating someone with her hat? No, Did you hear about that? The idea that something topped that is really hard. In my opinion, it took place after the award show when Sansa Stark got married at a Vegas chapel. Did you hear about this? I did not. Elvin, uh, there was an Elvis impersonator and everything. Sophie Turner, she showed up in a white jumpsuit and low-key married Joe Jonas. This is a legitimate <sighs> marriage. Uh, they exchanged ring pops when they got married. <laughs> Diplo was spitting some tunes. The other Jonas Brothers were there to celebrate. It was very minimal. And uh, I, I mean, if we're going to do after parties in Vegas, I think doing an after wedding, 
Like an after party wedding is is badass. So fun fact, Joe Jonas was my favorite Jonas until they went solo and then Nick became my favorite because I thought Nick had like some real flavor and I liked it. <laughs> he did. And then he I married Priyanka Chopra. So Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um I just gonna be honest, I can't tell the difference between any of them. Well, I have no I, idea who any of them are. I couldn't name the third one in a police lineup, so don't ask me. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the reject Hansen brother. Yeah. Oh Hansen. Yeah. Mm, Bob. Mm. <laughs> mm, Bob. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have to take a break. We will get to this story about the Avengers and measles. Uh and then we also have gay gay cray cray still to get to and a change that is coming to the bar scene. They're taking out one very important ingredient when you think of the what what there is available to you at a bar. And I'm watching Madonna on YouTube, so she's dressed like a pirate. Yeah. Great. Uh, so all that and more when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. We were cut short in the middle of our news it or lose it. I'm Allie Johnson, by the way. Jarrett Hill is in with me. Oh, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. And we were just watching this interesting Madonna performance at the Billboard Awards, and uh, Jarrett saying he doesn't hate the holograms. You know what? I gotta say, I, as, as I said to you, whenever there's an eye patch involved, it's over. It's too much. Yeah. Like, and then we were theorizing about why the eye patch was brought into the conversation in the first place. I, was it something that was decided at the very top? Or was it like, okay, we screwed up on the eyeshadow? I'm sticking with the idea that the makeup artist poked her in the <laughs> eye. I think that's what it was. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Right. Wait, I have an eye patch? <laughs> exactly. Let's just go with the eye patch. Fine. Yeah. yeah I, it's Madonna. No one will ask any questions. I, I do have to take back my, my reluctance to uh, embrace this hologram thing. But if you haven't seen this on YouTube, you can type in Madonna Billboard 2019 or something. Um, but it was actually really cool how they she used like holograms of herself as yeah, background popping dancers. popping up all over and, the place. Yeah. It was like the Matrix with John Smith. It was yeah. just like there. Then he's there. Then he's there. And it was like, well, wow. Like, then it's like a firework and the person's there and like yeah. confetti and they're gone. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that event, we are getting closer and closer to living in a virtual reality. I are, Sometimes I think we already are and don't know it. As I dissipate into a hologram. Exactly. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> Ellie, it's Madonna. Ellie. With an eye patch. All right. <laughs> it's, it's Madonna with an eye patch. <laughs> I love that that's the thing that surprises everybody. Drop the subject, oh, no! drop the subject with, with Allie and Madonna iPad. <laughs> that's a person. It's now. like if you look in the mirror and say Madonna's name three times, she, just she appears. appears in an eye patch. Behind you, though, like <laughs> in the mirror. And she's like, I'm 75 years old. We're really going down a rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the Avengers story here. Here are some numbers for you. The number of Marvel movies to date. 22. Avengers Endgame Is box office. Yeah. I think that like there's like a thousand. I know, but I think that's because they're coming out with them so fast. Now, so yeah. it just they seems like there's multiple per year. They should come out more slowly. Mm, Avengers Endgame box office earnings as of today, 1.6 billion. Number of measles cases in the year 2000, 86. Number of measles cases in 2019, 704. And it's only May. Yikes. People that went to see the Avengers Endgame movie this past weekend, over 100 million. People who went to see Avengers Endgame that might have the measles now, priceless. <laughs> So people really took us down a path. There. I know that was. Uh, thanks for sticking with me. I don't know if that was worth it. People who saw the new Avengers movie this past weekend may have been exposed to the measles at a midnight showing in Southern California because a lady who went to the show was like, "Oh, by the way, I recently traveled to an area where there's a widespread measles outbreak." 
And then I got back home and I was like, why don't I go see the Avengers Endgame movie? Yeah, at first when I heard the story, I was like, how dare she? And then it was like, she didn't know until a couple of days later that she had measles. But I, at first I was like, you idiot, why would you yeah. do that? And then I was like, oh, I guess if you didn't know. But. Yeah, but if you have, I mean, if you're sick and you still really want to go see a movie, you're probably just going to go see the movie. I you mean, don't really think about it. But if you have the measles and there's a widespread outbreak, I mean, yeah, I get that she didn't know at the time, yeah. but even if you do, I don't know, even if you are in the area where there's a million, I mean, but this happens, like, I know that Kevin Klein, when he when they were pregnant with their first baby, it was right around the Zeke. It was the Zika scare. Mm. And they went on some place for like a, they went to some place to uh, have a baby moon, like a hunt, a little vacation right. before the baby. And uh, it was like in some place where they, the day afterwards, it was like a bunch of Zikas in Bali or wherever they nice. were. And they were like, ah, because, you know, when she was pregnant, she also couldn't wear mosquito repellent or heavy amounts of it yeah. because the DEET is bad. And so it was just, it's scary stuff. Uh, anyway, you might have measles if you went and saw. The Avengers Endgame at a, I think it's Fullerton Mm -hmm. where this was, and they say anybody who entered the building could be uh, exposed to it, which means even if you went to go see La Lorena (laughs) and you didn't see Avengers Endgame and you just went to go see a real crappy movie, you're the one who could have measles. All right. Gay, gay, cray, cray. Do we have time? No, we don't. Oh, boo. We can do it in the next break. We're going to do it in the next break. Uh, Coming up. Gay Gay Cray Cray. This is where I share a story of something that a couple did that might seem a little out of the ordinary. I will give some details of where this happened, how this happened, who the major players are, and then you must guess if this happened to a member of our proud LGBTQ community or if it was just two crazy old heteros. So we'll get into that after this. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Yes, we need you here with us. We do. We need you. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson here. Jared Hill is next to me. I'm right here. I'm right, right here next you're to you. Right here next with to me. With you. With me. Eye patchless. <laughs> that can be rectified. <laughs> I could go get it. I could just poke you in the eye and then boom. Right. Okay. And then it just appears. <laughs> just <laughs> no. I have one in my pocket. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Gay, gay, cray, cray. Here right. we go. Here's how it works. I will share a story that I found about a couple doing something a little crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, I will not mention any genders. I might mention names. I don't think I'm going to in this particular story because it might give it away. Okay. And then at the end, you must guess whether this is a heteronormative couple or some member of the LGBT. LGBTQ community. Oh, that umbrella is really big. But it okay. is a growing umbrella. I think it's a dome at this point. <laughs> okay. A biodome. <laughs> it's like a biodome. You know, that, how do you feel about this? Somebody wanted to change it so that there's just one letter and it's just Q. I'd actually be okay with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. This story takes place in Alabama. Hetero. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're not. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, There was a couple. Everything was going well at first. Uh, They were living in a house together. I don't think that they were... Oh, they were married. They're married. I don't think they are anymore. Okay. Definitely lesbians. Okay. And at one point, something took a wrong turn, and one of the people in the relationship thought the other person was cheating. So what did this person do? Instead of confronting their significant other about it, they decided, I'm going to stage a fake burglary. Oh, God. And I'm going to call the police 
to my house when I'm not there, and then the cops will catch my partner in the act. It's going to be perfect. So I was going to say gays, but now I know these are not black gays. (laughs) So these are, I think these are gay men so far. The way it's tracking, yeah. Okay. The Uh, police thing totally made it not. They're not black gays. But go ahead. (laughs) Oh, the police thing. You're like, okay, definitely that's out. I love how you're crossing these things off your list. Uh, Okay, responding officers arrived at the house, and they did not find that the person was cheating, but they did find marijuana, cocaine, and other drugs, and then they charged both people in the couple with mm. <laughs> drug possession. Mm. And they, uh, the person who called the cops for the fake burglary has now been charged with making a false police report. So it definitely backfired in a lot of different ways. And on top of that, I guess the good news here is that the person wasn't cheating, but the bad news is that they were arrested for several other charges. So I don't think that this couple is going to last, but the question is is, are they gay gay or are they cray cray? Can I ask a follow-up question? Yes, you can. <clears throat> Did they say what other drugs there were? It just says marijuana, cocaine, and other drugs, but the drugs is a clickable link. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so shout I don't know where a, that takes shout you. Shout out to a good journalist, right? I'm just going to, uh, if people don't know what the other drugs are, I'm just going to create it. Link this to a wiki page. Yeah, yeah. I f- I think this is a straight couple. Okay. Uh, does it help that they are in their 30s? No. Does it help that the police report for the fake burglary was filed at 9 a.m. on a Wednesday? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a Friday night thing. This yeah. is 9 a.m. on a Wednesday. Um, I'm still leaning toward a straight couple. Okay. Do-do-do-do. Drum roll. Justin's like you weren't you didn't prepare me for that I know I'm sorry Justin I didn't make I didn't I I know your robot fingers can't move that fast uh, an Alabama woman uh-huh reported a burglary to get back at her <sighs> husband okay yes who she suspected of cheating, but the ruse backfired after she was arrested for making a false police report. Yeah, this this didn't Yay. feel like... The cheating part made me feel like it's probably not lesbians. See, my initial reaction was... I mean, obviously I knew the answer, but I feel like this is something a woman would do in yeah. this manipulative thing. Like, well, I'm going to... They're going to pay because I'm going to catch them in the act by calling the cops and do... Like, creating this elaborate plan. Yeah, I yeah. feel like dudes would just get stabby. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stabby as a word. Like, they just get stabby. I'm just going to get stabby. Yeah, no, I I was thinking, like, this was very, like, drama queen. So I was like, this could be a, a gay couple. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why the drugs is what made me feel like, eh, this doesn't feel gay to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, there's, mind you, there are plenty of gays doing plenty of drugs. <laughs> plenty of Do not marijuana and cocaine and other clickable ink drugs. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Hashtag Coachella just was, like, just here. So. Yep, exactly. All right. All right, well, then you're one for one. And, you know, Kevin was pretty good at this game when we were doing it so we'll see how your track record pans out okay. um, I think yeah I'm not very good at that game but I will uh, maybe one day you can tur- turn the tables on me and see how I do I love that uh, okay. alright so we must take a break yes is that true no we don't have to he's like we're never taking yeah. breaks again well why don't we take a little break we'll put on a tune for you yeah we we're can doing a telephone a we're actually going to be on for the next 13 <laughs> hours 
we're going to work for our own salaries. Right, okay, because Colin of Pledge. Like you. <laughs> um, Jared will do a tap dance. Okay. Uh, again? Again. That's how we prep for our shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're we're going to put on a song, and then when we come back, bar the bar scene is changing, and I don't know if it's changing for the better. There's one very important change that is happening. It's a new trend taking place in the bar world. I think I like this change, and I think you hate this change. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but we'll break it down. So uh, we'll take a little break, and we'll get into that when we get back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. That's a feel-good tune. I love that song. Is that the widest way to say that? <laughs> that was a real feel-good tune, a, right, Jared? A feel-good tune, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allie Johnson and Jared Hill here hanging with you. Thanks for checking us out. And checking out the show at Drop the Subject on Twitter and Instagram and the station at uh, We Are Channel Q on Twitter and Instagram, of course. Going to bars and bar hopping, of course, it's something that is a part of American culture. It's kind of what a lot of people do on their weekends. I I think that most people's weekends revolve around alcohol, but that's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just some of the circles that I run in. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the man can. Have you heard uh, of the man can? So I can crush a pinot on my forehead with a man can? If you missed yesterday's show, you missed a lot. You, you just have to go back and listen something to the great. And we even uh, tweeted that out, too, yeah. if you needed a visual. Um, but <laughs> bars are changing, and the bar scene in general uh, is experiencing a new trend. They're taking out one important ingredient in the bar, which is the booze. I'm sorry? Booze-free bars. Okay. Bars with no booze. I so you hate this. Well, I I have a problem with the money issue, the money aspect of it Uh-oh. because some of these okay, the mocktails with names like "Dater's Gonna Date" and "That's Just My Face" cost thirteen dollars. This oh, is my main hell problem. No, so don't call it a draw like a dry bar or whatever and then you walk in there and you're charging just as much money as you would for a vodka soda or a crazy cocktail concoction. Okay, I stand with you on that, my sister. <laughs> like, because yeah. uh, also a virgin cider is $6. So these are the same prices as regular drinks that have alcohol. If you're going to take the alcohol out of the equation, you're taking out the most important ingredient in the drink yeah. so you need to half the price and some the of these mocktails is, huh the food cost is lower it's not costing them i guess they yeah. got to make their money but it's, it can't be that expensive to give me a juice for light coconut milk and elderflower syrup which just, are some of the ingredients in this mocktail hashtag throw up thursday <laughs> <laughs> it is catching on yeah. thank god um ambrosia elixirs which promise the taste of sacred intention in every zero proof sip what does that even mean yeah so my thing is that actually i'm not in love with just a bar in general when it's just a bar there's nothing else there it's just a bunch of people sitting there drinking i don't want to cut off your train of thought but i'm still the taste of sacred intention is still in the back of my mouth and i'm sure it tastes like tree bar like that sounds awful. i'm sorry i have this weird taste in my mouth yeah it's, it's, mm, is, is that, that sacred, sacred intention? intention yeah like i'm sorry you were saying yeah that yeah. actually sounds like a perfume oh yeah yeah i'm sorry 
Okay. A sacred. Do you want some sacred intentions? Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Okay. Yeah, like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I don't like the concept of just a bar anyway. I like to have some kind of form of entertainment, yeah. whether it's a, like okay, why don't we add wine and mini golf? Great. Mm-hmm. Why don't we add wine and actual golf or video games or even a damn pool table? I don't care. Get some entertainment in there so that if you I'm bored like- by the people I'm talking to, I have something else to focus. You on. You feel like the addition of alcohol is always the option that we should be aiming for, which I actually get. I get that. Right. So then if we're taking alcohol out of the equation, if I'm not going to drink that night, I will just go to play laser tag or something, or I'll go bowling and not drink. I already have several things I can do if I've decided I'm not going to drink. Right. But I understand the need for some people, say, if they decide I'm I'm not going to drink anymore, I'm going to be sober, I've had one too many, you know, times in in jail or whatever it is yeah (laughs) i need to start having virgin sliders um sliders ciders ciders i was like sliders i was gonna let it go i wasn't gonna say anything i know justin was like what did she just say um but uh and i understand okay you want to feel like you're still going to a bar and getting the bar scene without but you can also i guess get that at a regular bar but you would also be too tempted so i guess what what i like about this is like i'm not a hardcore drinker like i I don't really end up getting drunk so much as like i like the taste of something and i'll get it but i'm always like what's the sweeter one like that's me wow yeah i'm so the opposite yeah you want want... bitters and shit like that Uh, stuff like that (laughs) um so, this is, I think, the first time that Justin legitimately should have hit the dump button. Yeah. Sometimes he hits it, he gets a little dump happy. Yeah, but mm. like I, I guess it's like that kind of thing where like I like things that are sweet and taste good, and so I, I like the I just want like a whiskey neat. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. I so for me, like them not having actual alcohol would be okay for me. Um, but like I would want a little something. But like I don't go out to bars. I, I'm always the person who they're like, "Are you gonna get something else?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm okay." I'm all right. Oh, so you're that guy. Yeah. And my, my friends will be mad because I'm not drinking with them. And I'm so like, why do I need to drink for you that's why this is a good place fun? for you. Yeah. Because but- I have a friend who I went to a bar with him and I got a vodka soda or whatever it was. And he said, I'll have a carrot juice. Okay. And I was like, what him. the hell is the matter with you? You should have touched his face very quickly. <laughs> just, what did you just say? Yeah. Uh, you, that is sacred intention. <laughs> right on your face yeah and it was weird so maybe Characters? there are people like that who they go to a bar and they decide I don't really want to drink and I don't care what everybody else is doing if they're all going to be drinking I want a damn carrot juice and okay but it, you a know, carrot juice it, I would be weird if he got carrot juice at Jamba Juice <laughs> like like it, no one want? make your own damn carrot juice don't pay money for carrot juice yeah. do we have to go We've yes, got to we go. Justin's go. trying to kick us out. All right. He's writing. He's scribbling things on the tiny whiteboard. He's like, 30 seconds, people. Wrap it up. All right. All right. Uh, it's been a pleasure hanging with you. We will be back tomorrow. Uh, by the way, if you want to go to wearechannelq.com, there's all kinds of fun contests that you can enter to win. Uh, I guess it's not a contest. It's just entering for a chance to win. We will draw for a chance to win a flyaway trip to New York City to attend Pride. You get round-trip airfare. You get four-night stay in a hotel in New York City, so you can enter to win for that. You have to be 21 and your guest does as well. You can also enter to win VIP passes to the Life is Beautiful Festival, which is happening in September. So go to wearechannelq.com. There's all kinds of fun things that you can enter to win. And thank you for checking us out. Thank you for checking out the station and supporting us. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow.